Hello. Welcome to another episode of Here Lies Metal. Too many notes. Music review. Or maybe it's more like a uh, what idea do you have? Just a music recommendation. Recommendation. Since we don't give bad reviews, so yeah. really, it's just a recommendation. Because if it was a review, it's a classification. Yeah. All right. Cataloging. What are we here for today? Uh, well, right now we have um, a band um, called. Uh, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm pronouncing this wrong. This this word is only four letters. It's not like the the Norwegian stuff we had last time, but you know, it's. Uh, I'm gonna say ham. The band is called. Uh, Getting a uh, sound in there. Hram. Hram. Um, that's like, you might have heard that word. Hram. You might hear Borat say that word, you know, when he's talking about the penis. He says, this is his hram. And now that there's new movies out, we're going to have to hear that all the time. But anyway, I digress. Um, but I don't know what that means. Maybe that's not what they mean at all. Who knows? We'll, we'll, you know, when, you know. I don't think that's what they mean. Yeah, that would be kind of silly if they We're here to talk that. about their album, Legends of Power Heart, Part 2. And this is Power slash speed metal from calgary however this band as per their band camp was started in 2008 by slovak canadian musician jan lansik mm. and hram means thunder in czech mm. so i don't think it's a borat reference i think yeah it's, i think it's borat just, stole um, that word from something we just uh, we've got a that's okay you know who else is from language here you know who else is from calgary no not calgary alberta nickelback and loverboy you know, there's a big there's a there's a scene in Calgary that's there was know, always obviously a scene in Calgary. Well, no, there's some other well, like Alberta, Calgary he- no, heavy me- heavy heavy metal bands. Anyway, there you go. Canadian metal. Back on the subject, uh, this is a six piece from Calgary. That's uh, a, lot got, of, got a lot of guitars. Yeah, we've got uh, Matt Reese oh, on guitars, who's also in Traveler, another Calgary heavy metal band. Oh, let's see what we got. We got Alex Langill guitars, Jan Lonsick, our boy Jan on on vocals and maybe guitars oh, yeah. he also mixed and mastered this record this is this is definitely jan's projects but the, all these guys are here backing up we also got jake axel went on bass and Noam benedetti on drums and we've got a guitar army here that's called the guitar army well a, you know credited here is only two guitars it's i i uh on their uh, lyrics they credit the uh who does the solos hmm. And they have three different soloists. Uh, I think Jan does solos as well. Maybe when the other guy couldn't do it, he's like, I'm going to do this. He's like, let me yeah, do that. I don't know. Uh, the, who's to say the internal politics on how they decided child. to mean out the solos? But yeah, like there's a good. there's a lot of guitars going on. Yeah. A lot of guitars. We're all about the guitars. Um, but this is their third album. It was released back on September 25th on Who Child Records. I'm not familiar with that one. And I got this from their band camp. Let me go look at that. <laughs> I have a little note Let's here, a little yeah. note about the album. It says, if you didn't notice Legends of Power Heart Part 2, uh, we, we haven't listened to Part 1. We're getting, we're, we're starting in the middle, okay? But the little introduction note here says, the story continues. Power Heart emerges from the other side of the time portal, thrust far into the future. He finds himself battling colossal beasts, vicious wizards, and warriors of time in the midst of a cosmic war. It's kind of like Star Wars 4, you know, instead of like, you know, they started not, at 4. Wait, what? All of this just to return home and face his biggest fear, a kingdom that has turned against him. Power Heart. It's a very complicated story. <laughs> Usually the stories are simpler. Than it's that. not It's not too complicated, actually. So we'll get into that later. It's very political. So like, all know. right. All right. By the way, um, well, who are these guys? There's a picture of them. There they are. See? We always like to show, you know, 
what these guys look like. They all have leather jackets. Is it, I, I bet you this is, I, I wonder if this is uh, the guy from the, the leader. I bet you it's this guy. Take your bets, people. He's, comment, a, he's in the middle. Below. He's in the middle. Yeah, he looks like a guy from that country, right? <laughs> Croatia, wherever it was. Ch no, Slovak. Slovak? He said he was Slovak? Slovak. So that's vague. Yes. That's, an, that's a region. He looks like he's wearing like a hockey shirt or something. Well, he's in Canada, though, so. Yeah, that could also be a heavy metal shirt. Yeah, that's true. Looks like a jersey. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so anyway, so now we will uh, go over the um, our exclusive uh, Here Lies Metal criteria. It's ours. We, we invented this. No one else uses this, as you know. Um, that's what makes um, this so good, that we have our own um, sort of positive, negative. No, no, not really positive, negative. They're what would you call it? They're not positive, negative it's, scales. It's sort of a balanced scale. We are classifying the metal. We're, you know typifying it we're identifying it yeah it's not like good or bad it so, doesn't mean good or bad it's just two different sides five classification scales it's, it's yin or yang um so we have true versus nonconformist, which is really um a descriptor for whether the band is keeping to their roots in this form of music or they're kind of groundbreaking something new so next is uh, sonic tower versus distorted pop it's pretty self-explanatory Fisher Price versus high production, um, enough notes versus too many notes, and fun versus focus. Those are pretty self-explanatory. All right, so let's get on with the uh, true versus nonconformist. What is what's going on here? All right, well, power metal slash speed metal. That is accurate, and they're getting a one because they're definitely that, uh, and they're not really mixing it up very much. Um, I I don't mean to offend. Uh, Seventy percent of power metal, but when I hear power metal, I generally don't like it. Seventy percent about. But this falls uh, in the 30% of power metal that is on that speed metal, heavy metal, epic heavy metal feel sound, um, which I, again, I don't think is most power metal, especially coming out these days, modern power metal. But this is retro power metal for sure. Sometimes, to interrupt very quickly, sometimes when bands do power metal these days, you're not sure if they're, they're, they're serious or not. Like, what if they're just kind of like kidding? I mean, we'll talk about that later when we yeah. get to the fun scale. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as to how serious any ironic. of this is. Yeah. But um, yes, this is this is epic heavy metal. Epic. I would I think is they're is, telling an epic is what this this end of power metal is. You know, very Halloween. Mm -hmm. uh, you could say Manowar. Certain eras of Manowar for sure. Um, Hammerfall. I haven't listened to that. <laughs> you know, we, we went over them on, on Euro Metal. I've, I've avoided that. Yeah, Euro Metal. It's, uh, yeah. Very Euro, again. Yeah, it's very Euro. Not, it's not too Euro, but it's Euro. Before I knew that, you know, the main man, this guy, was European, you know, I was like, whoa, they're going for a real European thing. But it's a genuine European thing, you see. Yeah, it's not It's not too Euro, though. It's not like, ugh, Euro. It's, you know, it's, it's Euro, but it's not like, ugh. You know, this is this is the kind of metal where you have an epic journey. This is an epic journey. Yeah. Um, it's got an intro track. I usually don't like intro tracks, but this needs an intro track. You need to have like a uh, bombastic uh, uh, intro a lot of these to bands prepare yourself mentally. Doing, a lot of these bands have been doing intro tracks. Well, that's the thing is they're overused, but they get yeah. to use one. It's, they're, it's they get the pass. It's because of vinyl. That's why. I think they get the intro pass. Uh, but yes, epic heavy metal, two guitars, maybe three guitars, as we mentioned. I'm not sure. You know, twin guitars, bombastic, fist pumping, maybe a little bit generic at times. Heavy metal, up tempo. Very, it's a pretty fast record. There's no, there's no slow moments really on this. This is, there's no epic ballads. It's just up tempo, exciting. Um, vocals. It's got that. It's got like a power metal vocal. It's like um, old Jeff T. He sounds like early. 
like 80s well 1984 Jeff Taylor yeah. early Queens he's got kind of that style that same style yeah. of singing like you know even though there's an epic metal he, he's not an Eric Adams you know Eric Adams is a much different voice he's not trying to be an Eric Adams he's, he sounds like Jeff Tate to me that sounds exactly like Jeff Tate but the music does not sound like Queens right though no, I mean some elements maybe, but like uh, vocally, yes, it's going for that you know powerful, very, impassioned, melodic yeah. vocal, Queen vocal, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, yes, they do lean kind of heavy on the speed metal at times. I would say if they branch out from power metal, but again, it's that kind of power metal style speed metal where it's like very high. High era Iron Maiden, you know, like yeah. Flight of Icarus era Iron Maiden. Yeah, but that's what keeps the Euro metal out of it. When you get more like that, Euro metal is like very glittery. So they're really like, ah, like they're not really, they're not, they're not, you know. These guys are not that glittery. Yeah, yeah, they're not, they're not. So I'm not going to give them total Euro metal. I mean, it's a little bit of Euro metal. So, because they're not European. You know, you know these metal. guys obviously, I would say, love Halloween, yes, love, love stuff like Iron Maiden, you know. A lot of that very rollicky Iron Maiden feel. Yeah, they're telling tales. And the bass and the drums. He's telling a tale, so, you know. Yes. Very few people are able to do that. But yes, tales. true. So if you are a big fan of power metal, obviously check this out because this is a one for power metal, true power metal. Good job. Yeah, it's hard to really do power metal with a, with a straight face these days, and I think these guys are doing it with a straight face. Well, lots of people do, but... Uh, maybe, they're not, you know, maybe they're kind of have a smirk, though. They're, they're kind of like... You know, I don't think these guys are going... It's hard to say. It's hard to say. You never know. Like, what if they're like, ha ha? Well, we'll you know? talk about that later. Yeah. All right. Sonic Terror, Distorted Pop. How listenable is this album? Um, it's it's like, you know, like all the way pretty much there. But Almost. But almost. why isn't it five, though? It's not a five just because I'd say speed metal as a genre caps out at like four. Because it's just, it's just too intense, you know? Like, it's just, it's too fast. It's too pounding. You can't like bounce to it. Yeah. Like... The vocals are very melodic. There's very catchy choruses. They love these evocative choruses, like on the songs, yeah. like uh, Sears Trial, Certain Doom, Final Strike. Um, these choruses are the most mel uh, memorable parts of the album by far. Um, but the rest of it's, you know, just like it's speed metal. Yeah. You know, I don't think you want to work out to this. Like, it's not groovy. It's not groovy. Most of the that's, that's what I, you know. There's no like it's there's no groovy riffs. <laughs> no, there's no grooves in this. The riffs are not that catchy for the most part. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not, it's not, um... not that's not to say they're not good, but you know, I would nominate as the hit single on this album. I, love, I think that should be a new thing. We find the hit single. The hit single, yeah. Uh, Triforce what, Command your, single? is the is the hit single because not only it's got the you know the on point vocal melodies, but it also has some really fun ass guitar yeah. work on it as well. That, that stood out to me like most of the guitar work was just very like it's your heavy metal it's your standard heavy metal this was a bit more a little bit more interesting yeah. but the, um, the a and r guy said i don't hear a single that's it that's it's triforce command <laughs> triforce command you know, you know is that about zelda maybe like no you know like zelda no triforce. this is not about zelda there's not a zelda right, in there we're gonna talk about the story later okay all right, but again, it's a consistent story though. Every song is the same story, right? It's like they're all continuing yes, the same story. No, it, yeah, it's a consistent, uh, uh, linear story. Okay, but yes, it's a four. Like again, it is it is intense heavy metal. Think like Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, but it is also very has these catchy uh, choruses and stuff. So yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Fisher Price versus High Production. What a. I gave this a three. Yeah. I mean, you can tell it's a, a kind of a DIY style clean production where they didn't have a big budget, but they wanted a clean sound. Like it has that tinny kind of sound to it. Yeah, it's not like it's not it's not big and warm. So there maybe their equipment wasn't good. It's very digital. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, no, continue. But I think they wanted a clean sound. So it's not like on the one or two. It's not on the Fisher-Price scale because they definitely did not want that. And it doesn't sound Fisher-Price. Yeah, they put a lot of effort into it. They weren't Um, trying to, you know, like they weren't trying to make it sound bad. It it struck me as just like a a, maybe a budget constraint of how they couldn't get like, like say like, you know, the Halloween style warm full production, which I think would have really served the album well. I think Halloween was like major label stuff back then. Yeah, no, like. I mean, they're obviously not on a major label. Sure. So this is like, as I said, DIY style clean. Yeah. Um. I would. I. You know, listen to. It, I would give it like a slightly higher because there's a lot going on in the album, and it's so perfect. Like it's like they everything. There's no mistake. It's, it's like it's spot on. And to get that, like it's, it's very difficult to just do something like that. So like I, I, I would just put that a little higher. You know, and it's not. And I think it was just very standardly recorded. Like just you're you're just given a rate. You know, wherever you go to some studio, like oh, this is what we give mm-hmm. you. We give you a good sound. Like it wasn't like oh, this is awesome. It's just like oh, that sounds good. You know, like so yeah. I guess you know yeah between three or four. You know, and it's not like a huge amount of like production where you give five where you have these like, sound effects and. I mean, uh, five is like super and, slick modern production. Yeah. So like. Yeah, like like a testament like, album or something. Like what I was referring to, like Halloween, would probably be like a four. Yeah. Just because it's retro, like yeah. a retro production, so it's not super slick. Um, and I think that's probably what they would like to do, but it's probably difficult to achieve and stay retro yeah. using most modern equipment. Yeah, you got to, you <laughs> Like, know. you got to spend a lot of money to sound retro. Yeah, clean. you do. Like, you can't, you know, like, you might want to use, like, authentic equipment, which but probably costs more money. Anyway, you know? not trying to take points off here, uh, but yes, production-wise, you know, it's, it's a clean production, but... It's got, you know, it's got kind of that colder feel yeah, of a doesn't, DIY. It doesn't setup. jump out. It doesn't sound like that unique. Yeah. Um, enough notes versus too many notes. Oh, this is a this is a four. There's a lot of notes on this. A lot of notes. I mean, you have three guitars. Or, They've you got know, or, a lot of guitar solos. A lot of guitar harmonies. Guitar leads are very 80s heavy metal also. Yeah. They put a lot um, of transitions in there. And they're not afraid to have very long. Well, actually, when I looked up the lyrics, I saw that. They had two back-to-back solos by two different soloists yeah, that's on very, the song. It's a very uh, Iron certain, Maiden thing to do. Doom. It's very Iron Maiden to do that. Uh, and it was pretty epic and not a bad thing. Uh, and a real nice solo as well. On Trading the song. solos. Uh, Serpent Rider, which is also a very good song. Um, um, you know, there's some fun bouncy bass. They, they highlight the bass as well um, on like a Sears Trial and Enchanter. Hmm. Uh, drumming is very intense, you know, that rollicking, you know, um, style. I have a feeling the drums are, um, they're either tremendously triggered, not like getting people angry, I mean triggered as in their MIDI triggers, like the guy hits a real drum but a different sound comes out because the sound wasn't good enough out of the real drum, um, or the drums are fake. So comment down below, if you're the band, were your drums fake? And it's okay, there's, there's a lot of like big bands that have had fake drums, you'll be surprised. Um, but yeah, comment down below if you're the band and you have the answer to that. Because the drums don't sound real to me. They sound like the drums did, but not as fast on... Um, it's kind of sound like Tribe of Steel, which was notorious because they had a drummer called Rhino, who we used to think was not real because he played so fast. We used to think it was a drum machine, but apparently it wasn't. But the drums sound triggered. Like, they sound very fake because they're so perfect, which I don't like. I like a very roomy... I like a very, like, roomy kind of warm drum sound that sounds real and messy. Sort of like Ringo Starr, but like in metal, you know, sort of like that natural you know natural sound but anyway you know um yeah so that's my question about it you know um and lastly uh, musicality vocals very epic i really enjoy this guy's uh phrasing and his melodies it's very uh it's very unique he's very into this it's very into it put a lot into this 
Um, so why are we why are we full here? Is one <laughs> on of those our things fun again? Scale, yeah. I've selected all of the fun scale because I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. That's just, because. Yeah. Okay. One on the focus side. These guys are are serious. They're serious about their their metal. They're serious about their story. You know, like they're not. That doesn't. They're not tongue in cheek. Or they don't seem to be. But on the other hand, this is fun stuff. We're having a fun story about swords and flying snakes. You know. Yeah, I think they take it to a new level than Man of War did. You know. Well, this is. I'll tell. I read the lyrics. This is a concept album, obviously, and it's not. We're not even at the beginning of the story. This is part two. Yes, okay? that's a lot happened already. So, and Lord of the Rings. If you read the lyrics, it can be a little hard to interpret at times, but it is a linear story. Okay, he is telling a story. So is just... if you look on their band camp, when they say that what they don't say, you know, people in the band, they say story by, and then the band members. Right, it's not lyrics; it's a story. So there'll be a part three, obviously, you know, where that concludes. Well, that's maybe... that's another thing. As I felt like that last song, the way it ends musically, it ends it on a, sound, uh... yes, it sounds like to be continued. Yeah, you know when they end it on that. I don't know what that chord is, but it's like, it's like augmented or something where it ends like a. Uh... You know, you know, there's always an end. It's like when yeah, you end it, the song, you go dun dun, and it faded out. Yeah, so it's like uh, it was definitely to be continued. It's like will the Cape Crusader next but batch? Anyway. You know, same time. So I'll, I'll, I'll try to paraphrase the story here because I read I read the lyrics. So there's a hero, Powerheart. That's his name, Powerheart. Yes. Okay. They don't. I don't think they say it a lot, but anyway. So he's trapped in like a, a diamond realm, and he's fighting beasts there, right. and he's fighting a snake. Okay. And then a seer um, appears with the diamonds. Uh, or what are diamonds? And he erases Powerheart's memory, and he traps the snake, or he kills the snake. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now Powerheart has no memories, and he's fighting. And he's been transported by the seer away from wherever he was into like some space realm where he's fighting future space wars. Mm. And but his memories are coming back to him in his dreams and are haunting him. And he realizes he has to stop hiding from them. And they all come back. And he has to. And he's like, okay, I have to stop fighting in these stupid wars that aren't my war. It's political. And I need to get back to wherever I'm from. And so he confronts the seer, and they fight. And Powerhard wins. And the seer says he will help, he will free him from this realm, but first he has to complete a quest. You have vanquished me, but to... I have a quest for you. It's like, wait, I just killed you. <laughs> well, but he needs the seer's help, so he can't kill the seer. So... Yeah, but the seer is, like, is, is bargaining with him again. It's like, oh, well, what, you well, can he kill still, me. He has a bargaining chip but... because he knows he can help Powerheart. Sure, anyway. he can't get back. So the seer has an enemy, and he's a wizard. <laughs> a wizard. I don't like that wizard. Do me a favor. You gotta knock him off. So he gives Power Heart. Um, I guess the snake is still alive, or he cut. He re, he. Uh, the snake's like. Ah, he brought the snake back. Alive. And I think th- and this is a flying snake as well. Of course. So Power Heart rides the snake to the wizard's castle, but the wizard fucking whips his ass. Yeah, you and he's just, too strong. You can't just. Uh... And at this part, it gets a little unclear. Like he he goes to an alien god or like some like kind of transcendent old god being, mm. who gives him the diamond. I guess he has the diamond now, and he gets the powers to transcend time. Boy, there's diamonds everywhere though. What? Why is this diamond this special? Is the diamond there's diamonds realm. everywhere. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, I guess they they win. Uh, I'm not sure. And then, uh, Powerheart goes home. And I think he was the king there, and his wife was the queen. And they mentioned that she was the abandoned queen. That may must have been part one. And she was apparently once he got back there, she's fine. They should have fine. 
He was just fine without him, and no one wants him back. Oh. And there's assassins trying to kill him. Oh, you're back. We thought it's you very, were... It's very Odysseus. Yeah, he's a lot of Greek mythology Except in there. Except where Odysseus killed everyone and, and took back his home. Yeah. yeah. Powerheart says, fuck this, and he flies away on his snake forever. He's like Phil Collins. Just can't get... Just can't get it. it can't get All it with right. the ladies. Uh, so wait. Let me just. After you hear, you've heard the story. Yeah. Is this fun or focused? Um, that that might be focused to the guy that wrote it. But it's also fun. I I should I would hope. Um. See, that story is such like if you told me that, like I would be like, you're completely full of shit. I mean, if he like did like literally Odysseus, like if he did the Odyssey, like he just retold it, like no, that would that would be that. a five for focus. No, no, he took that's not bits. fun. Yeah, yeah. We don't, I don't want my college exam here. I don't want like. But you know, he made I don't a learn. fun fantasy story. He just made this shit up. Like he was just like. Ugh. But he told it very seriously. Like, so that's why it's all across. It's capturing all of. Uh, facets of fun to focus. Um, okay, I have a couple of questions. We don't have time to get into all of them. Now that I know the whole story, I have a couple of questions. Okay, if, I, if, you, if you were late to work and you told me that, like if I was your boss and you told me that, I'd just be like, you're fired, I guess. Um, what? But that you were fighting in It's like, listen, I was in a erased? diamond realm and my, like there's either a lot of drugs or this guy is just, like it's all over the place. It's like, and there was diamonds. But if there were diamonds in this world, like if the diamonds, diamonds obviously aren't worth anything in that world because the whole world's made of diamonds. But if you brought those diamonds here, diamonds wouldn't be worth anything. Why am I getting into economics of this? That's, that's I'm, I'm going too far. I mean, they're also magic diamonds. But not all the diamonds because he, he, he couldn't just grab any diamond. He was given one by this, this seer who was from his world that brought him to that world that went with well, him to that world. No, I think the seer was from a different world. Oh, but he brought his okay. original he, world. So he sucked. He, he, came, he invaded his We're world. We're in the multiverse here. Yeah, there's a different. I think there's a snake, but he killed the snake. But the snake is like, oh, I'm good. Let's go. Well, I think the seer, like, I don't know. But I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, this guy's got to get into more detail as to why. I think maybe he this, thought the snake was dead, but it wasn't. This is the cliff notes. This, this is you. I you would have to read the lyrics yourself and interpret them it's probably yourself. Probably a book. This is my maybe this is a book. This is my interpretation of the lyrics. Yeah, you have to interpret them. I think they're open to. Well, this is you know, but this maybe there's a longer version. All of right. It, you know, I, we can't Let's really look at the artwork. Yeah, we can't quick. get into this because it'll it'll just really. Uh, this is yeah, right here. Look at this. It's like a, there's a snake. Okay. This was obviously commissioned because there you can see okay. the snake and then there's the diamonds. Yeah. And then there's Powerheart. Oh, everything's there. I also want to say I really like their logo. It's like an unreadable band logo, but in a totally original way. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's 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 symmetrical. It's kind of it's not symmetrical. It's kind of like shift. It's it's kind of heavy on this side. Yeah, and, it's um, kind of like how like when they print letters on the street, like that's what they looked like. They yeah. would look like if yeah. you view them from a certain angle. Oh yes, yeah, one or of if those. If you look them from head on, that's what they look like. Yes, yeah, perspective like, aerial. Art. Yeah. Except they're inverted. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's like it's like a it's very very interesting guys very perspective interesting. art but, um yeah is some very nice commissioned art they got there for their uh album oh, yeah this looks like it was done like um it's very appropriate that's somebody, exactly what the album sounds like as well it looks like someone actually drew it you know like it was like a pencil drawing and somebody just colored it like it looks like you know they didn't do it on a computer or the something. artist is allison k all right so maybe, she, maybe she has it in a gallery and she knows they're like we like that one can you use that well no I think this must have been made for the album considering there's a snake and a diamond on it's, it it's like Frank Frazetta like it's very inspired by Frank Frazetta it doesn't obviously have like the dynamics of a Frank Frazetta but it's, it's inspired by Frank Frazetta you know like and that that's kind of, uh, Powerheart losing his memory that's Powerheart and he's like no 
you know, he's kind of, you know, he's got. All right. Any final thoughts? He kind of looks like a Hawkman from from. Fast I recommend Boy. this album if you want a good time. It's a little long, but hey, it's a long story, and they have they have to tell the whole story. So there you go. You know, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's catchy, and uh, it's a good time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, that you know, there's there's uh, power metals is a weird thing today. You know, if you if you're gonna get power metal today, it's, it's this uh, is better than ninety percent of all power metal I listen you know, to. A lot so. of it comes from Europe, you know, like, like it's it, very it, rare it, for me to like power metal. So that's why I wanted to talk about this. It's weird when something like this comes from America. You're kind of like taking like it's not from Canada, excuse me. Well, okay, all right. Well, well the you know, the, but well, again, no, Jan Lonsick is. Yeah, from right. Europe. Yeah, he's from like you know, obviously he's not. And from, that was not surprising to learn that. I mean, he's not from Germany, but you know, it's close. You know, it's good enough, I guess. Um, but you know, like, I guess from Canada, it's a whole different thing. You know, if these guys were from LA, I'd be very confused. I think this makes sense coming from Calgary. Yeah, I guess so. Like, like there's some other heavy metal bands in Calgary. Might as well be. The only one I think can think of right now is Traveler, who shares a guitarist with this band. Mm-hmm. I think they also had some guest uh, spots from Cal- other Traveler members on here. Calgary might as well be Slovakia. I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> Aren't there a lot of uh? Like Eastern European immigrants in Canada. I think yeah, I believe there. Yeah, yes. yeah, I believe there. So yeah, it's not uncommon. He's hockey. He was a hockey. Maybe he's, he's probably a hockey player. All right. In conclusion, from Legends oh, of Power Heart Part Two. That's it. Check, check it, out. it out. It's there on Spotify. You can check it out. And Bandcamp. And Bandcamp. Yeah, you can get their merch and everything on Bandcamp. Do they have merch? Yeah, maybe not, but they do. They have something here. What's going on? Yeah, they got stuff. So yeah, get their stuff. You know, you gotta support bands. Too. Bands. Too. Bands too. Bye.